Um, twinkle, twinkle, little star. Oh, wow. I actually don't remember the rest of that song. Hey there. Welcome to the Incremental Revival Podcast, where our goal is to help you, our church members, better understand the what and the why behind everything we do, including... Why do we have interns? That's a good question. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But because we're talking about that today, I'm here with Pastor Eric as always, but also with Caleb Fuzzy Caleb Robles. Robles, sometimes better known as Fuzzy, a nickname since you've had since since birth, since literally birth. since birth. Really? Mm-hmm. We'll have to hear that story another time. Yeah. About you being born. Either way, Eric what we want to understand first is why do we have interns at Grace Rancho? That's a good question. Um, and yeah, let, let's do that. And I'll, you know, and particularly why we have what we would call pastoral interns. Let me tell Not you, just a, any let intern. me answer your question with a story. Oh, um, so when I was, how old are you? I am 20. You're 20. Yeah. And you're what year of college? I'm a junior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after my junior year in college, Jordan Baker, who is now the lead pastor of Grace Church of Simi Valley, asked if I wanted to be an intern at the church in Simi Valley for a summer, a summer internship. And, did you get paid? Huh? Did you get paid? I did get paid. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a good, it's actually a great summer job. It was more pay than I made anywhere else over previous summers. But don't um, be fooled. Being an intern won't make you rich. Not for the money. <laughs> That's probably more a commentary on how much money I did not make during the summer. All right. All right. All right. So I did this thing, not really thinking I wanted to go into ministry, not really considering uh, that to be my future. I was in sports. I was thinking maybe I'd do um, some sort of journalism, maybe basketball coach, maybe follow my dad's footsteps, become a fireman. He gave me this internship. And within the first couple of weeks of it being exposed to the kind of insider look at ministry, I, I wanted to do it. I thought this is what I want to do with my life. I loved ministry. I loved hanging out with the, the pastors. I loved uh, thinking and strategizing together with them, talking about people. So an internship was really formative for me. So I think it's wise for churches to take some of the money that they have and spend it on young men who have been faithful, give them an opportunity to serve for a period of time with the church where they are exposed to just about everything the church is doing and get a taste for real ministry from the inside, not just from the outside. Um, and so that's, uh, that's part of the reason why we want to want to do these is our fulfillment of the command there in second Timothy two, two. Where Paul tells Timothy, find faithful men and teach them to train others also. So Caleb's been faithful. He's been around. How long have you been at the church now? Um, oh gosh, I think two and a half years. You started been, you were still in high school bit. when you came. Yeah, I it was right after I finished high school. So between my high school yeah. and senior year. Oh wow. So it's been like, yeah, two and a half years. Yeah. I remember and Spurgeon, you were Spurgeon in a membership began class at, outside. Yes. I first uh, joined when when we were still in the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Spurgeon is, was a, uh, you know, a teenage prodigy and, and maybe fuzzy is kind of like that 
like an early 20s prodigy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish. It's yet it's yet to be known. We'll, we'll, see. we'll find out. <laughs> that's why we have the internship. We'll figure that out. Oh. That's yeah. a good thing. So we have in, er, interns. It's not like we have these jobs around the church that we need done. Um that's not the main reason. They they do come yeah, to help. We're with not that. looking for somebody who's just going to come to busy work. We're not looking for another admin assistant. Part of their role kind of helps us fulfill the day-to-day week-to-week stuff but if we were just really looking to do let's make sure the slides are good if that's what all it was about we would just hire like some administrative i'd have ezra come in and do it every week it's actually more about real getting people in here who are faithful giving them opportunity exposing them to ministry yep so yeah so caleb will be doing a whole bunch of different things this year let's 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 bullet point some of them some of it's just that admin stuff he's gonna be doing he's gonna take over some of the stuff that's brian has been doing him and Brian are working together right now. Basically, um, there's kind of a transition. Brian's going to show him the ropes as he transitions yep, as out. He transitions out over the next few months. Um, He'll be attending Sunday morning, fuzzies. Sunday nights. Yep. Service he, reviews. He's going to be at all the main public stuff of the church. Um, he's going to be helping us set up and tear down stuff for that. He's going to be sticking around late to lock up and spend time with people and disciple them. We're encouraging him to spend time discipling people yep. and getting to know people, pouring into their lives, help them follow Christ. We'll get him doing elders meetings one of these days. Yep. He'll, sit, he'll just kind of sit through. We want to give him a broad range of experiences in ministry to learn and grow from. Uh, he's going to be helping with youth, uh, which will be super fun. And he'll probably get some teaching opportunity there. And perhaps in the future, even other teaching opportunity in the church on a Sunday night, maybe he'll end up welcoming us to the service like Brian oh, does. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. If he um, does do that, should everyone quiet down and listen to him when he gives announcements? Yeah, it's a good thing. Right when someone stands up on stage, I was just telling the youth kids that this week. Actually, I, I had them practice. When someone stands up on stage <laughs> at church, we just, we go quiet. That's We good. listen. Maybe we can all follow their example. Yeah. They, they had a tough time. I kind of incorporated it in a game we were playing. Um, we're going to have Caleb read books. Yep. We, read, we, we read a chapter of a book usually in staff meeting on Mondays, and we'll discuss Caleb, that. What book mm-hmm. are we reading now? Right now, it is called The Vine Project. That's not nope. what it's called. Dang the it. Trellis and the Vine. <laughs> the Trellis and the Vine. But Eric oh. was talking about The Vine Man, Project. I they set you together. up with an they easy question. Like, and uh, just... I thought I saw the book sitting right there on the desk. <laughs> it does have a vine See, on they it. Actually, they forgot to buy me an it's... actual copy of it, so yeah. I had to We thought we had extra. It's all right. Hey, hey, don't make us look bad on the first day. Yeah, we thought we had extra copies. Um, he's gonna be reading books. We're going to probably say, Hey, go read this book on your own. And then let's discuss it throughout the year. Um, so that he can grow. It'll be theological. It'll be practical ministry, ecclesiology. It will have him sit through membership classes. We'll have him sit through course seminars. Yep. Um, give us feedback, help us with many things. And, uh, yeah, the idea is to expose him to a broad range of opportunities and learning opportunities. So if people wanted to encourage Fuzzy mm-hmm. in his Christian walk in development as a man, as a churchman, as a soon to be husband, as a soon to be husband, mm-hmm. give us the date there. Uh, June 17th of 2023. Mm-hmm. Okay. So coming up, Exciting. Um, what, what might some church members do? And let's think about this uh, for, yeah. for Fuzzy, but also it is so important for the church as a whole to take responsibility for raising up new leaders. Mm-hmm. And all of us have a role to play on that. It's not just the the elders and staff who are doing that. How does the church come alongside and help a young man like Fuzzy become 
mature and experienced and competent in caring for the church. Invite them in your home. Show them what it looks like. I mean, if I remember back to when I was 20, I didn't totally know what hospitality looked like well and wouldn't have known how to do it or what challenging people always looked like. I'm not saying you don't know what that looks like, Caleb. What challenging people look like? Uh, challenging people, finding where they are in life, challenging them to follow Christ more, to do this, to do that. I think of like the classic example at our church. <laughs> so you're not talking about challenging sense. people. No, I'm not. Well, that too. <laughs> just, <laughs> hey, just be really tough around them. It'll help them grow. No, no. I mean, um, you know, <laughs> why are you Sorry. laughing at me so much? No, I, like you like model to him what mm-hmm. it looks like to challenge someone to take go. on more ownership of their faith, yeah. of the church body and That's things good. like that. I apologize for being confusing. I thought you were talking about challenging people. Well, that too. Like get yourself around challenging people. <laughs> That'll actually help we're, you out. All the challenging well. ones. If you, if you find yourself with Caleb, yeah. then you know what you are. <laughs> You're a challenging person. Just kidding. We love our whole church. Even the challenging people. Even the challenging people. Maybe, what would maybe you think? one of those. What would you think is something that you're like, hey, I, I'm here. I'm ready to be available and serve. And what would you think would be a good experience for you and Tori, your fiance, to have as you prepare for marriage, as you know, considering ministry and the internship? Yeah, honestly, I, I like what Michael said about people just inviting us over. I know something that's that's something that we talk about a lot of probably one of the things that we're like most excited for when we get married is that we want to have a place where we can invite people over and we can host people. And so like, I think that that would be a tremendous blessing to us. Um, just getting to kind of look into people's lives and just kind of see, I, I actually, we, we like when we get to go over to somebody's house and see the way that they you know, give their kids dinner and see the way that they, okay, we got to put the kids to bed, you know, and stuff like that. The way that they just like deal with each other, helping each other out, um, just as husband and wife and as parents to children. Um, it's such a, a blessing, a good example to us. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll let you come over and watch how we perfectly create perfect <laughs> dinners and put our perfect children to bed one day. Um, actually, I'll never do that. That's because, what happens at my house too. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. That's a, that's very wise of you. That is how we learn. Um, an incredible way to learn is through imitation. Mm-hmm. And let me ask you another question. This mm-hmm. is just part of people getting to know you. When did you get saved? Um, yeah, I was saved my freshman year of high school. Okay. Um, I Western high school. Yeah. Yeah. At Western that point, Christian did you know Casey Berthelson? No, I did not know her yet. So, okay. uh, I met Casey. Casey was my junior year history teacher. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I was saved when I met Casey, but I was still very much a baby Christian. And so Casey will tell you, I was not the best student in her class, <laughs> but I've apologized profusely <laughs> for <laughs> my sinful ways. She um, will hold that over your head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never heard this. So, oh. yeah. So I was saved my freshman year of high school. Um, it was actually Tori that actually was, uh, she was the one that gave me the gospel. Um, and, uh, through her speaking truth to me, that actually is how, um, I just, I came to an understanding of like what salvation actually was and like what saving faith actually meant. And praise the Lord mm-hmm. for that. That's really cool. And if I remember correctly, when you were first going through membership class, you had a big question about membership mm-hmm. in general, mm-hmm. right? You, you had to kind of think that one through and then some other questions about God's sovereignty. Yes. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. are pretty common mm-hmm. kind of concerns people have as they're coming in. How did those things get resolved? Um, 
Gosh, honestly, the membership class that just helped a lot. Um, Eric, you were very patient with me very, a lot of times just asking question after question. Um, honestly, um, I actually read, it was actually a growth group that I went to at the Roberts house. Uh, we read the attributes of God by AW pink. Mm. Um, that book, I will tell anybody that is probably one of my favorite books of all time. That book completely turned my view of God's sovereignty, like upside down. Um, I mean, I even remember in that growth group asking Kent questions and like, not okay. Kind of maybe challenging him a little bit. Like, Hey, pink said this about sovereignty. I disagree with that. Um, but then once I got to the end of the book, (laughs) (laughs) once I got to the end of the book and, and the Roberts and everyone else in that group being so patient with me, um, I kind of realized, uh, and came to a, a better understanding of like what sovereignty actually meant. Yeah. That's awesome. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So, um, can I make a suggestion for the church circling back to that? Oh yeah, sure. Some of the most helpful questions come from Steve severance and they're, how's your prayer life? Okay. How often do you pray? When do you pray? What are you praying for? So are you saying your, the church should ask those questions to fuzzy? Please. Yeah. And yeah, like just very helpful questions to come from an old man to a young man, not critically, but Hey, this is something that's really important or even that if you're not, called to if, do. If not that question, questions. Questions like that. Questions. Yes. Um, I remember Frank Aguirre early on in his time at the church asked me, I think a, a local pastor just committed suicide. And he asked, he kind of pulled me aside and said, hey, how are you doing? Mm. You know, you, I, did, I heard about this. Sometimes pastors struggle. What about, how, do you do, how are you doing? And I remember that being like a opportunity for me to pause and go, wow, how am I doing? And kind of take inventory of my own heart. A good question can go a long way. So yeah, yeah ask, ask Fuzzy and Tori good, good questions. Be, don't be like inappropriately invasive, but uh, be uh, helpfully invasive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Encourage Caleb on the things he's doing well as you see him serve and lead. That's a big one. Be an encourager. Yeah. Um, Put wind in his sails so he has... Michael and I will do the critiquing. Hey, and the encouraging. Yeah, we, we will do that. <laughs> but, if, but sometimes you think like, man, no one's going to do the critiquing. I better be the one to say something. Sure. And like this young gun, he's yeah. never going to get it if I don't give it to him. Right. And what we try to have is a regular environment of feedback and helpful critique, all in the context of trust and love and encouragement. And, and so there'll be feedback that he gets. And I'll hopefully, yeah, it'll be ultimately really encouraging because the whole reason you're here is because we believe that the Lord has something good ahead of your life and ministry. And we want to fan that flame and encourage you. And I know that for me, I've received all kinds of critique in my life and it can be hard coming from people that don't aren't close and they don't really know me or not really invested, but it's very well received and helpful when it's come from people I know, love and trust. And they lo- I know they love me. A critique or, or criticism at times can take you like one step in the right direction. I think encouragement kind of pushes you forward 10 steps in the right direction. That's really good. You know what I mean? Yeah, like true. encouragement is something that puts wind in your sails to move forward and keep on persevering in the right ways. That's right. So encourage Caleb as much as you can. Yeah. Genuine uh, encouragement, not flattery. Genuine encouragement. Yep. 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 Um, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. 
what so let's say we go until um may june this next you know 2023 before you get married this internship what do you hope happens or what kind of experiences what kind of things do you think you or hope to learn in this first year of your internship um i think the biggest thing would be that i just have a desire and i hope to grow more and grow deeper relationships with just the people at church um, honestly, the Lord is going to have, he's going to show me so much this year, but, um, that, and I'm excited for all the things that he's going to show me, but that's probably something that I'm the most like, like looking forward to is, um, I just want to grow closer to my church family and just encourage people in any way that I can, yeah. uh, and also be an encouragement to people in any way that I can. Yeah. Good goal. That's good. That's a good goal. What I really appreciate about fuzzy so far is he's very honest. You know, he says honestly before most of the things he says. So, you know, he's being honest. I, I mean, honestly, do you really want to trust somebody though? Who's always telling you they're honest? <laughs> honestly? Yes. Just kidding. That is a good goal to be a man here, ready to just open your life up, love yeah. the church, be willing to serve and be poured into awesome. One, you just, I keep thinking about how can the, congregation encourage him in this we'll go back to that i am coming back to it again right here uh they're getting married yeah and just give them godly marriage advice right yeah Yeah. sooner than you know it june's rolling around and you're getting married and um not marriage opinions but godly marriage advice love your wife practically in this way uh, honor your wife in this way. I found that when I communicate with my wife before da, 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 it's always helpful and it shows her that I love her. Like you can just go down the line of things that are practically helpful, but also that are biblical. And you can just say, Hey, work towards these things in your marriage. It's coming up. Yeah. And in the context of, um, yeah, encouragement and love and yeah, relationship. Yes. Those things are, so valuable. As you were saying earlier, Fuzzy, like when you're seeing a marriage worked out mm-hmm. and you're hearing like the wisdom that goes behind that, those things together, example and wisdom, powerful. So yeah, be involved. Get to know Tori a little bit too. I mean, we're yes. here interviewing Fuzzy, but we're not uh, interviewing Tori, but she's half the equation here. Mm-hmm. So it'll be good to get to know them as a couple. I got a question for Caleb. Mm-hmm. All right. You might not even know it yet, but what is one thing that you think might be challenging as part of your internship or that intimidates you? Um, oh man. Uh, I think honestly, dang, I don't know. It's a, let me think. You got nothing. That's good. I mean, you don't even know all that's in store for you yet. So (laughs) day one, um, I would say, I don't know, something that like, I'm not like, not like, I don't know if worried is the right word or like something that might feel like is just challenging is just like, I just want, I, I have a, a couple different hats that I'm wearing. I have things that I'm doing at school. I'm, I'm a student. I'm a fiance. I, I have, um, all these different things. I just want to do everything to the best of my ability. Like I just want to take all the time the Lord gives me in a day and actually like use it for good purposes, um, and like, just make the most of my time. And that will be a challenge, especially as classes ramp up, um, more homework and and more different things pulling me in different directions. Um, 
Yeah. Was it, there's some saying that like, um, the world is run by tired men (laughs) because really like the, the people who are taking more responsibility are usually given more responsibility because they're competent, they're responsible, they're trustworthy. And so they're doing a lot. And so what do you have when you do good with a lot, you get more like the reward for a job well done is here's another job that you have to do. And part of the test of a man as he grows into maturity is how much can you handle and how much can you oversee in your life and do it well. And there's wisdom to know when to say no and when to say, no, I can do more. Um, but this is a great season of life for you to kind of see how God made you and test that capacity and take on a lot and learn where you have to say no and what you can pull back on and, mm-hmm. or, Hey, I can, I still got more capacity. Let's, let's do this. Let's do more. Yeah. So I, I think, yeah, I mean, the fact that you're so busy, I think is a testimony to you've done things well and it's been recognized The the school has recognized your faithfulness has made you an RA. Um, the church has made you an intern. Um, you got a lot on your plate. You work with your dad, right? That's the other, yeah. That's a, I work right with now. him all summer. It's kind of on pause right now. Just, okay. yeah. But, but you've had a, a role to play there and mm-hmm. worked hard there. So a lot of things going on, but I think that's all good and life. Uh, I hesitate to say it just gets more busy. But in general, the the types of busyness change, but busyness kind of is life. Um, And as you get, I think as we grow older and wiser, we get better at navigating how busy and when we're busy and how to get through seasons with rhythms of rest also. But this is a season where you're learning what it looks like to create a life, a life for the Lord, a life with margin, a life where you can rest, but a life that's fully devoted to serving Jesus. Just what you want to do. Mm-hmm. We are excited to have them around. We are. We're really excited. Day one, many more to come. That's right. Caleb, thanks for joining us. Thank you. See you next time. Boom, bam, bam, bam.